Hello everyone, welcome to the WW3 Podcast. My name is Will, and for this podcast, an episode will come out each weekend, and we'll have a different subject. Those subjects will range from my personal life, sports, college, and other topics I feel y'all, the audience, may enjoy. Now before we get into today's topic that I'm going to go all in on, is uh, I got to preface the long hiatus that I've been on since August, and it's... It's weird knowing that I haven't done this. I've wanted to get back into it. It's Thanksgiving break currently. I'm still up in Harrisonburg due to football. But um, school and football, I've kind of ran, ran right into it. And I got super busy and couldn't really record. So I'm taking advantage of Thanksgiving weekend to record a bunch of um, episodes to hopefully get into, um, to get me up to winter break. And then I'll record at winter, winter break and so on and so forth. Um, so, yeah. But let's get into today's topic. So today's topic is about a TV show. And that TV show is The Masked Singer. And The Masked Singer is a really cool show that airs on Fox at 8 o'clock on Wednesdays. It's a really cool way of having a guessing game, a game show for kind of the audience. It's really cool. So what this does, what the show does is that you have 12 celebrities behind a mask singing in front of an audience and four judges. And those judges are Nicole Scherzinger, Ken Jeong, Jenny McCarthy, and Robin Thicke. Nick Cannon hosts, and it's a really cool, it's a really cool way of kind of showing off talents. And so in season one, the winner was, um, spoiler, and spoiler alert going into this, because I will talk about people who have been revealed, and I'll give my predictions on the celebrities who are left. So uh, in season one, you had people like Joey Fatone, you had T-Pain, you had Donny Osmond. And so obviously those people were going to be really, really good. And so you figured some of those guys would make it to the end. And, and that was um, that was the case for T-Pain and Donny Osmond. And Joey Fatone made it, almost made it, but just got edged out. But, so going to th- this year's, uh, this current season, this is season two, and it's, it's a really fun guessing game. You get a bunch of clues, um, about the about the celebrities that are behind these interesting masks, they get these personas. So like last year, T Pain was the monster. Donny Osmond was a peacock. And this year, you have pe- people in an egg, Rottweiler, ice cream, ladybug, tree, skeleton, thingamajig, leopard, black widow, flamingo, panda, flower, eagle, penguin, fox, and butterfly. Now a lot of these people have been revealed. It's down to about seven or eight left at this point. And so I'm going to go ahead and give my predictions on those while also revealing uh, people who have been uh, unmasked. So we'll actually start with that and the first two people that were unmasked. And, and that was the egg and ice cream. So the egg was actually an interesting one because I wanted to watch the first episode and it actually got spoiled for me before I could watch it. And 
I was not happy, but after watching the episode, I feel like I could have gotten it. So here's some of the clues, and I'll give you clues before I reveal who it is and see if y'all can guess it. So clues were always work hard for the first and last vowels of the alphabet, and that was from preseason. Now from episode one, there was a sketch of an elaborate dress and mentions that he, that they've been on the top of the pyramid. So I'll give you a couple a couple more clues that I remember. Talks about going for the gold and um, did a couple of jumps and twists and whatever in, in the clue package. And so they kind of immediately would kind of give off, okay, going for the gold, doing stuff like that, an Olympian. And I'll, I'll go ahead and throw that out. It was an Olympian. And just think, you know, a lot of it was, a lot of the clues were white. So maybe you're thinking Winter Olympics, and that will get you close to who, it, I'll give you now five seconds to think, uh, 10 seconds, who uh, you might think it is. It was Johnny Weir. Um, and when I when I saw that, I was like, eh, okay. He was all right. You know, he, it, it was interesting, but I felt like I could have guessed it because Johnny Weir's a pr- pretty well-known personality and is known for kind of his, the way that he dresses like oddly. So I feel like that could have been pretty obvious, but you know, for me, Johnny Weir could have been somebody that I guessed. Now, the second person that would come up is um, Ice Cream. And this, so this was the second person to come up and say, oh, this was the second person eliminated on week one, or the first episode. And so his um, preseason clue, clues were a calendar with February 14th highlighted, and said, I made a sugar and dairy, and I live for half of February. And then from episode one, I've turned my fantasy into reality, and now I've gotten over a billion reasons to be proud of my hard work. Shown with DJ-style headphones, breaks a board with his hand. And so this one... I feel like not a lot of people would necessarily get. Um, I might not have gotten it. And, you know, with a lot of the clues, it's it. It really kind of went YouTuber, a bunch of subscribers. And then when you... um, I wouldn't have gotten it from the clue package. But when you look at the performance of what happened, uh, a lot of the dancers were using Fortnite dances. So you had to guess it was pretty big Fortnite. YouTuber or streamer, and um, instead of giving you time to guess, I'll tell you who it is. And throughout throughout all of that, if you can't, and I'll try to give you really good clues too to see who you could guess. But it was Ninja, who is a really well known YouTube uh, YouTuber for Fortnite and streamer as well for Fortnite. So next up, I believe, yep, okay, so. Panda was the next personality to go. And this one, I can't believe I couldn't get. So uh, their preseason 
uh, special clue said, said viewers would like bamboo, especially the way I prepare it. And then the clues from the episode that they had was, um, says hers is the world's greatest family. The competition is, quote, no match for me. Book titles going pro and cooking like mama. And another thing that I saw was uh, a bee floating around uh, throughout the package for a little bit. And there, there's really, there really weren't a lot of other clues that kind of gave, you know, well, she talked about, well, the panda, who was, who was a female. I talked about her dad a lot, and maybe that gives something away. And there really wasn't a lot to point at what she, what she did, whether she was an actor or not. But looking back, I think it made made a little bit more sense. And this was Layla Ali, uh, which made a lot more sense with the bee floating around. I really couldn't guess. I was stumped. Um, my original, uh, my original guess was Serena Williams because it it kind of had that voice that I feel like it sounded like her voice and along with that it I think some of the clues were pointing to some of the clues you could maybe guess athlete but there wasn't anything to really pinpoint anything uh she did talk about match and all that for a little bit but yeah my guess originally was Serena Williams um up next was Eagle. And Eagle, I had some pretty interesting thoughts on it. And the cool thing about this is that, about the show too, is you can look, go, look up the celebrity you think it is and be, oh yeah, that's it. And then it's, it's not that person. And that's what happened to me here with Eagle. So some of the clues for Eagle, they had, if you know an Eagle's body temperature, you may be hot in my tail. And it's one of, and this says according to a quick Google search, the number in question is 106 degrees. So, so when you think 106, you, when when you see that, and I never watched it, but that uh, I don't know what it could mean. But then it, it it you know just from that. But then once you go to the clues from the actual episode, then you get a little bit more. Um, more clarity on what it was. So other clues mentioned a serious health scare in the recent loss of a parent. I spent so much time listening to other people's stories. So right then and there, you think talk show host or somebody who um, has something like that. I'm going to prove that I I don't just hang out with rock stars. I am one. Okay, so somebody known talk talk to musicians. Radio tuned to 106 or 107 FM. So a radio host, like an eagle, I can th- see things miles away that other people cannot see. So I, when he came around to, for me, I was thinking, all right, Craig Ferguson. Uh, talk show host, looked up, had some health issues, apparently lost a parent, and that was wrong. It ended up being Dr. Drew Pinsky, um, and I've never really heard of him, so I really wasn't shocked. But it was, uh, it, it was interesting. He wasn't that great, and it was just, it was just kind of odd. But it, it was a, it obviously, you know, they all put hundred percent, and 
you know, you can't get mad at them for that. But that was that was kind of the first one where I was like, who the heck is this? Because I, 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 know, I know who Johnny Weir is. I know who Ninja is. Um, and I was like, what the heck? So, um, yeah, that, that was really kind of the shock for me. So then, um, so then the next one was Skeleton. And this one was, for me, was helped more so by my parents as we were talking about it, um, you know, as a family. My dad doesn't watch it, my mom and my sister do. And, you know, my mom asked my dad about his his opinion on it. And uh, I really kind of used that when it came down to it. And so the preseason special clue was the number 4261 was probably prominently featured on a sign. So clues from the first episode. I've been around the block. If This is his quote. I've been around a block, the block a few times, but I'm far from dead. Is often found in a supporting role. He said he was always second fiddle. And then said, mentions a wild and crazy party. Um, a- another clue being in the background, let me, let me be more instrumental. And that kind of gave the major clue to, I, I think, my mom and, you know, my dad. And they were like, hmm, I think it's um, Paul Schaefer you know, with, with Letterman. So I was like, all right, you know what? I'll go with them. They know what they're talking about. I have no clue what I was talking about. And so I went, went with that, and it was Paul Schaefer. So it was, um, so they kind of really helped me with that one, and it, 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 it helped me go kind of get, get my first one of the season. So um, he was good, too, but um, had this, like, really kind of, uh, he had an odd voice, but he was still a good singer, so I, 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 I applaud him. Um, then after that, I believe it was the penguin that went, and the penguin was actually really good. And this is this year is really talented. Last year there were a couple of people who really weren't that good, um, but this year. A whole lot of talent. Penguin was good. Um, and their clue from the preseason special was, every time you think you're getting warmer, you're getting colder. And then going into the season, episode three, I'm not your secretary. A quote, another quote right here, I don't need a permission slip. And another quote is, everything is not as black and white as it seems. Then episode five, as a chick... I was always relocated to the D list. There's a note that said Snaggletooth in, in this clip package. Another quote. Making people laugh was my ticket to the new adventures of old Penguin. And then another quote. I never curbed my enthusiasm. And, it, and so what, what this was for me... You know, I was having the first guess I had was Demi Lovato, based on the way that sh- that they looked a little bit shorter, and you know, thinking, okay, let's go. I, I, I think I have it. Listen to her voice again. 
wasn't her voice. She couldn't hit the notes that Demi Lovato could. And then Robin Thicke gave a really good guess of Mindy Kaling. I was like, oh, let's go. Let's go with that one. Um, but so it, it was interesting to see like kind of what what those big ones were. And they everybody was thinking, okay, this is a talk show host again. This is somebody who um, who's pretty well known for for not only that, but me, but acting as well. And so this happened to be uh, Sherry Shepard. And it was uh, it was a shock to me because I I really this was another person I've this was a person I've heard of but really didn't really know, um, but to me it was like really, so it it was it was a shock to me but not a shock to other people, and uh, I think deserves a big round of applause for hanging in there with all these other really good singers, truly, um, so. But then, here comes another one and in Black Widow. And for Black Widow, what um, this one what this one really came down to for me was a lot of things. But let's get to the clues for this one. And the clue from the preseason special, this has that there's a tarot card. Uh, I don't really know what that is, but that was a clue from preseason special, but clues from episode two. After years of living in the public eye, you're in my house now. There's a peach implying that they're potentially from Georgia, a crown, which a queen or some sort of maybe royalty or something. Welcome to my empire. So there, there you go. Was a quote, a crystal ball. So, like, they can see into the future. Oh, good lord. How did I not get it from that? References to being edgier and darker as well to, as well as to a director's cut. The next episode referred to her squeaky clean image. There was a gold, gold or platinum record in there, which is interesting. Um, knitting, another peach, and then... I never another quote here. I never went to prom, but I pretended to. So, potentially an actor. And then let's go to another episode with um, this. References Memphis. Reference to Memphis and Bel Air. Uh, Shashes that say scrub, misdemeanor, and princess. There was a Georgia flag. There was also another crystal ball. And then whipped topping and crackers, and she said, I've spun webs around these tasty treats. And it was revealed, and this is this is why I'm mad at myself, because um, I should have guessed it just off of the crystal ball and wanting an edgier side. And if you think about that edgier side, you know, in, um, in, implied to being an actor, they were a, a, a kid actor. They're on like a kid-friendly thing, maybe Nickelodeon or Disney, and then a crystal ball. And I'm mad at myself that I did not get this. It was Raven Simone. I'm mad at myself that I didn't get this. Um, my guess was Yvette Nicole Brown, because one of the judges had brought it up. And I was thinking maybe it's, it, it could be the the 
the way that the, the actual mask was for uh, the, for the Black Widow kind of looked like her face, like looked like the structure of Yvette Nicole Brown's face. And then along with that, you know, she was really funny and kind of, I thought, went to that Yvette Nicole Brown, like, comedy, like, way. So I, I truly thought it was. And then you know, when it was Raven Simone, I'm like, really? Are you serious? And now looking at some of the clues, I'm like, I absolutely should have gotten this. Um, but that one, that one really kind of shocked me, um, for sure. Um, to the, not the most recent, but the second most recent here, um, and that was Ladybug. Uh, this one was kind of hard for me. Uh, I, di- I didn't really, I had some, I had a couple guesses, but they weren't really close at all. So, this does not have a, they do not have a preseason clue, but they do have clues from episode one. KSOR TV channel, a ham leg, a bridge, seems to have a southern accent, being born into the limelight, the me- this is a quote, being born into the limelight, the media was always keeping up with every piece of gossip and family feud. So kind of, they really kind of hammered in on the, you know, family drama and all that. So that that was something that was really taken into consideration. Episode five, grow, growing up, quote, everything on the outside looked rosy, but in reality, on the inside, my world was completely upside down. There was three cups of tarot card. There was a best host trophy. And then another quote, the queens of the world taught me how to be a lady. The next episode that she was on, there was uh, four clubs. There was a lot of makeup and fashion. And then there was a golf cart. And she said, because of my youth, I wasn't afraid to get a little mud on my tires. And my guesses were completely off. My first guess, based on the... I felt like singing, there was a familiarity to the voice. It sounded like Miley Cyrus, but I didn't think it was Miley, so I went with Noah Cyrus. Went Kind of went on with that one, and then Paris Jackson was brought up by a by a judge, and I was like, huh, maybe we'll go with that one, because there was a lot of, there was a second star to the right clue, and I was like, that sounds a lot like Neverland, so let's go with that. But, um, and, you know, family drama and the ham... Uh, let the, my mom get in this one, but it ended up being Kelly Os- Kelly Osborne, which um, I, I didn't think was I didn't think was the case. You know, my mom said it was, and I was like, yeah, but you know, I got this and I got this, and um, who who really knew? Um, I I what is never gonna guess an Osborne um, just because. And I just it just didn't come to my head at that point. So um, there you go, right then and there, um, Kelly Osborne. And then the most recent one to get out was the flower, and this was kind of a big shock to everyone because the flower was really good. But these last seven eight people are really really good, and so um, I think that's what is really getting. Um, people going 
about this one is this season, there's a lot of really talented people. So clues from the preseason special for the flower. 314 flowers on the wall behind her. And this is what this is saying. And here's some big clues from episode three. Doctoral degree in a frame. Quote, this legend is here to be a vision of love on the stage. She says he's involved with cooking, clothing, and crafts. The next episode she was on, a couple clues. Quote, I've never taken a voice lesson in my life. There's a clock showing 12 o'clock. Number 524 on a building. There was a French flag and a $13 price tag. The next episode they were on, they reference Dream Girls. They go, nobody's going to kick me out of this competition. Boo, boo, I will survive. And then another clue, like, and some of these are physical clues, so you have to see them. So, like, the, the crackers, the golf cart, and this one, this was another physical clue, and said, a deck of cards, because it's not about the hand you're dealt, it's about the way you play it, honey. And then the next episode, quote, in my career, I'm always changing. There was a for sale sign, a disco ball, dominoes, perfume, and people playing patty cake. And that's a clue that Robin Thicke picked up on. It's like, maybe this is who it ended up being. So, uh, so for me, it was tough because I really don't know a lot of older singers uh, and older female singers, originally, like a like a dumb like a dumb guy that I was, I put Aretha Franklin, and I told my sister, she's like, dude, she's dead. I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe that. I I had forgotten that that had happened, but then I was stuck for the longest time on who it could be. When when they mentioned Dream Girls, I was like, all right, maybe we can find somebody from 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 the movie or the Broadway show that I could guess. I found somebody that was a little bit older, so I was like, let's go with that. And it was completely wrong. And Robin, Robin Thicke was right with the patty cake thing. He said, and and who I'm about to say was actually the person that it was. And he said, well, you know, it's a legend. And I don't know if any of you picked up on it, but there were two guys in the background playing patty cake. So I, I think this has to be Patty LaBelle. And it was, it was Patty LaBelle, and I was like, oh my god. And I've heard of her, again, don't really know her, but for me, again, just kind of a, a really, truly a shot in the dark. So, um, I've had a tough go of it this year. <laughs> so, uh, and I, I am, now, let's get to the ones that have not been Unmasked, and I'm really sold on a lot of these people. So be be ready for some of these to go. Um, I'm gonna save um, the first one that I have in my notes here uh, for later because I'm completely sold on them. Uh, I'm gonna go to this one I'm not super sold on first, um, and we're gonna go to the tree. So the tree, their preseason special is referred to her performances as delicious. So right then and there, it's a reference to cooking. I'm like, and again, I didn't see that. So 
clues from episode one, though, wants to be known for, quote, more than just one thing, a.k.a. singing popular Christmas songs, or just associated with Christmas. And so that, that's something that kind of popped into my mind right then and there. Wants people to, quote, think of me more than once a year, and then there's more baking references. Clues from episode, f- the, episode 5, the next episode she was on. Quote, I'm not a regular tree. I'm a cool tree. Mentions of the White House. Quote, yummo. Another quote, I've been, I've been a brand ambassador, and it does relate to food. The next episode that there, and I guess that was the last one. That they were on. So, based off of all of that, I think, um, you know, my guess has been, my guess has been um, Taylor Momsen. And there's, I had to look, look, look this up because to me, I don't know a lot of um, celebrity, a lot of female celebrities that, that are known strictly just for Christmas, whether it's singing or movies and for me I was like um I was like who played Cindy Lou Who in the Grinch and it was her and I was like okay let's go with this because this is really kind of the only person that only actress or female singer that I associate with Christmas strictly and I'm like okay this has to be this has to be Taylor Momsen and I'm I'm still not completely sold on it because it's just it's such a rough go of it, and she's all she was also apparently according to my sister in Gossip Girl, so I was like ah great, but as of now that's my guess, and I can't get behind anything else. There's really no one else I could think of, and I was thinking if this was a guy, I would easily go Harry Connick, because that's he's I think he's really only known for Christmas, but I can't think of any female celebrities that are in in that spot, so. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with that one. Uh, I'm sticking with that one for now. So the next one I'm going to go with is leopard. And this one, I, it's, it's interesting to see what, what's going on with this person, with this, uh, with this uh, with this persona, because there's a lot kind of a lot going on really in um, in in a lot really kind of messing me up on this one. Even though I have a good feeling of who it is, and if this thing could freaking work. Um, yeah, but this one is, you know, trees confusing me and leopard is confusing me as well. So here are some of the clues that they have. So this says that the leopard is dressed in a royal uh, Baroque costume 
in their in their super sneak peek introduction revealed that it was designed to hide the celebrity's body shape, making it harder to guess who's behind the mask. They speak with a British accent, but that's but the the voice, of course, with Kelly Osbourne, you know, is never really a clue. It it's usually a fake accent. Um, so in the first clue package, they said, I've been spotted with the president, although they did not. So that's a big one. And they said, um, this is a quote from them. I'm, I'm adaptable and can survive anywhere, even under the hard conditions. Um, they referenced to themselves as a heavy hitter and they don't, people only pay attention to their celebrity aspect. The leopard also has said, I really don't care what they say about what I'm wearing. And said that by being in the Mass Singer competition, I'm stripping away the headlines. Um, so it, it, it's an interesting um, I, I think that it's interesting um, to think what people are saying. A lot of people are saying RuPaul. Some people are saying uh are going elsewhere and just not not really kind of sold on it. So um but either way, I think that this is going to be this one is really hard because it's also throwing people off because of the way that they act. And here we go. Clues from the preseason special, another one. British accent, like I said. The costumes... Okay, that has been started with the person. All right. Clues from episode two. Newspaper headlines read, Crazy game ends with in win for Leopard. And out, out of hits and out of time. Quote, I can survive anywhere, even under hurt conditions. Another quote, I don't care what they say about what I'm wearing and my relationships. Um, more clues. I quote, I wasn't born a winner. Implied he was adopted or in the foster care system. Said he was passed from pack to pack. Another quote, I, I once survi- served fast food. And then more clues. Headline, Star Strikes Pose. Headline, performer of slow jams plays at the White House. Headline, are you going to go my way? Quote, I'm a fresh new addition to the old me. A lot of cameras in this one. And then the next episode that they were in, quote, when I was a teenager, I set myself free for the first time. Megaphone with the flag of Australia on it mentioned having little ones at home. So for me, and a lot of people are guessing this, this this website's guessing it as well, I'm going SEAL. It has the seal voice, and it's just a little confusing because the way that the leopard is rea- is acting around Nick Cannon, it, they're acting in a way that people think it's not seal. They're acting in like the leopard has proposed to Nick Cannon. The leopard is grabbing at Nick's can at Nick Cannon's butt, and there's a lot of other that's kind of that stuff going on. So. It's thrown people off on whether it's seal. It's thrown me off too. So it, it's kind of a 
is it is it not RuPaul could be a really good guess and I I just don't know but as of now I'm sticking with seal and so from here on out all these other people that I have I am completely sold on and we're gonna go right to that first person that I was gonna talk about uh, that I mentioned earlier actually we're get because that one I'm completely sold on well actually all these I completely sold on yeah, so we'll, we'll start with the Rottweiler then for these last four. Clues from the preseason special. Violets are blue, roses are red. Can you guess who's behind the doggy's head? Okay, yeah. Well, that's not really a clue. Either way, clues from episode one. References. The first time I touched a pig's skin under the Friday Night Lights. There's blue roses and a fantasy football champion ring. From episode five. Quote, I'm capable of succeeding on my own, and I want it that way. There's a first place ribbon. Names of other dogs are Carolina, Little Pete, and Kale. Quote, you could say it all started thanks to musical theater and makeup. Quote, my heroes growing up were Bruce Lee and boys to men. From the next episode, quote, I didn't take the conventional route to stardom. Vacuum cleaner salesman, North Carolina flag, referenced having some acting roles, perhaps on a, a procedural. Clues from episode 8, boxing, a platinum, or platinum, yoga, September 4 award trophies. Now, both of the guesses on here are guesses that I've had, but I'm completely sold that it's the second one on here. The first one says Scott Porter. I originally had Scott Porter. He's been on Friday Night Lights before. He's a, he's a great singer. He's been on Madden. Um, he, he's sung on Madden before. Apparently, he's sung on another TV show before. He's a really good. He's really good at singing. And um, the Rottweiler, I think, could easily win it all. But I don't think it's him. After listening to this guy for a couple months now, ever since the show has come on, and kind of being like, could it be him? I'm completely sold that it has to be American Idol alumni Chris Daughtry. There's no way that it can't be him. For me, it sounds way too much like him. He he more than likely played football in high school and he got hurt, and then he's always wished to be a champion. And then along with that, I think that you know, it's it's interesting because I, I think one of his he had to had an album that went platinum. That has to be the case. He's I know he's from North Carolina, and he did not take the conventional route to stardom. He was on a reality show. He was on a competition show, and was in the finals, and or he got close to the finals, but then got bigger than almost all of those people that were in that in that season. So I'm completely sold that it's Chris Daughtry, and there's no doubt about it in my mind. So next is the thingamajig. The preseason special said, don't call me Chewbacca, though we do celebrate together. Um, Clues from episode one, a magic case Sneakers, a cupcake with a four candle on it. 
That's all from Clue. That's all. That's the only clues that they got from episode one. Episode four said he was raised with the advice, quote, don't run around and don't run with bulls. Again, more magic tricks, mermaid dolls, and American flag. Clues from episode six, gummy worms. Quote, my pops taught me how to serenade the ladies, and I haven't stopped since. Bow ties and shoes. Said, an American Sign Language Dictionary taught me to communicate with others, which is the most important thingamajig. And has not been on since that episode. So, um, this website has my guess of Victor Oladipo. He wears number four. He plays for the Indiana Pacers. I think all this magic stuff... Mention is kind of his way of mentioning. Hey, I've used to played for the Orlando Magic. Now, when it, now some of you may be thrown off by the whole American Sign Language Dictionary. I looked it up. His sister is deaf, so he does have to. He did have to learn sign language to talk to her. I'm pretty sure this is Victor Oladipo, and uh, let me just say. I nod my I I I think he's going to be in the finals with uh, Chris Daughtry, right off right off the bat. So here we go, Flamingo, another one that I'm all in on, and nobody has guessed this on the show yet. None of the judges. Clues from the preseason special. I love this mask as I as much as I love mascara. Clues from the first episode they were on. ZooTube. So it has to be a YouTuber. Quote, I know what it's like to feel trapped in your career. References to beauty, fashion, and life advice. There's also a Spanish book. The next episode they were in said she went from, quote, hood rat to Hollywood triple threat. Quote, I was discovered by a powerful wizard that plucked me off my stoop. They wanted to be a doctor, and, quote, I even attended a medical training school. Then the next one, next episode, quote, mira. So, more more Spanish. Uh, quote, I danced, sung, and acted my way to the top. And then she's, this, this is an NAACP image award. And then, and then a clue from the more recent episode: photos of Eiffel Tower and Taj Mahal. Quote: "Ay Dios mío," and um, four paper dolls. So they're guessing Adrian Balon, and I'm guessing Colleen Ballinger. Uh, Miranda sings, and. Here's why I don't... Number one, let me talk about why I don't think it's Adrian Balon. Because if you're going this way and you're going two Disney stars, why do two people that have been in a group together in Raven Simone in her? You have two Cheetah Girls on there? No, I think that's not the way to go about this. Because I I would not like it if that was the case. I think if you're going to do that, you got to do one... Like, put if you're doing people in a group, don't put them in the same season. Put them in a different season, right? That's my thing. But the reason I think it's Colleen Ballinger, or also known as Miranda Sings, um, is because she's a hell of a singer, 
And there, there's a lot of clues that I think back it up. Zootube, she is a YouTuber. She, um, she's, I know what it's like to feel trapped in your career. Trapped in Miranda Sings, can't go to, can't, can't get away from that. She can't get away from that. And I feel like another, another part of that is Escape the Night. She's been a part of that YouTube uh, premium series of Escape the Night. Um, she does kind of do some beauty and fashion. She has her own lipstick going on. Um, so, and I think this is, to me, this is what, based off of all of this and kind of knowing about her and what she's done, I think it could potentially be her. And out of all this, the only thing that is throwing me that, that I'm still completely sold on it. It's just the NAACP award, image award. I'm not sure, but I'm still sold on, sold on Colleen Ballinger because I think this is, because I, I just don't think that they go to Cheetah Girls in the same season, even though, because to me, that that would make no sense. It, it just, not, I, I think it's, it wouldn't look good for them. Um, Next, let's go with the Butterfly. Now, this one, I think people are going to call, people are probably going to call me crazy because it probably isn't. The person because she's too big of a star, um, but I think it's absolutely her. Uh, clue from preseason special: I I just pray I don't fall over. Quote. Um, clues from episode one: Quote for the past year I've been waiting patiently in my cocoon, cocoon for the promise of metamorphosis. Visuals of London, as she referenced being quote terrified of the one place I used to call home. She says you take viewers to church. Clues from episode four. Quote, at the height of my career, I had everyone saying my name. Mentioned breakups, breakdowns, and hibernation in her recent past. Episode six, joined choir eight seven. There was a nurse's cap, a car salesman of the year certificate. Headline, Brit Award winner fires it up. Quote, this bleeding love has given me the highest of highs, but sadly led to the lowest of lows. Quote, I once had to choose, had the chance to choose life or death. Now, they're saying either Michelle Williams or Leona Lewis. Now, what they're missing here is that they've, Butterfly has kind of talked about and shown, it's been shown in the clue packages about that she's done a lot of other stuff, that that she's been a model, that she's acted, that she's done, that she's potentially sung. And I think... That's this is absolutely where you're looking to go, and with all those clues, Cara Delevingne, Carla Delevingne. She may be too big of a star, but I think this is what I think this this checks out. You hear all that, and I think Carla Delevingne. There's no doubt about it in my mind, and it has kind of the build too of, you know, Carla Delevingne. And I think it it would it's like the best way to work this, and my it, it's the best, in for me it's the best person I can guess, and I I'm not backing down from it. Um, now, Leona Lewis, I think, because there were there have been people that have that have mentioned songs, like uh, like Chris Daughtry. Um, I want it that way. I don't think it's a battery boy. I just don't think it is. Um, and, you know, there have been people who have mentioned songs that weren't theirs that just, 
um, kind of throws people off. So I don't think it's Leona Lewis. Um, and I, I've heard ble- Bleeding Love before, and I haven't heard it in a long time, but I'm pretty sure it's not her because she could hit she can hit high notes pretty damn well. And um, yeah, it, this Butterfly Sing Bang Bang by um, Jesse J, Ariana Grande, Nicki Minaj, um, like that first week. And um, when they go like, that big blow your mind lyric, it, it just didn't have that Leona Lewis vibe for me. So I'm going Carla Delevingne. And then I'm saving the best for last year because I'm so excited that this is the case. Oh, man. Because I'm so excited because just this past week, there there's no doubt in my mind that it is this based off of this past week there's no doubt in my mind that this can't that that it has to be this person i recognize the voice and based off of what they said i'm completely behind it no matter what um and this this is for me the absolute best um guess for for the fox and the fox oh my god it it just it absolutely has to be this guy um undoubtedly has to be my man this guy in showing up God. Oh, here we go. So, so we're finally going to get this because I, I truly want to get this um, going for for everyone. And this is this is um, and like I said, this is one I'm really excited about because my first guess, I'll tell you, my first guess was Leslie Odom for for the Fox, but you know, after listening to um, after listening to the um. The voice again, I was like, okay, no, there, this is actually who it is. Um, so once once we get this once we get this going here, we can uh, we can get this going. So, sorry, sorry this is taking so long. This website is going crazy. Here we go. All right, we finally got it. Because, and th- now that it, now that I, th- 
have get pretty sure have guessed who it is. A lot of these clues make a whole lot more sense. So the preseason special said he Fox hung out well he hung out near Science pointing to Studio Forty Six. Now from the first episode he was on, he said there, there's a lot of comic book references. Quote: I've definitely done my best work at night. Says he's worked with everyone from Doogie to Doubtfire. Um, the next episode he was on, Clues mentioned that his bark was affected while he was a kid. And growing up, quote, growing up, I'd imagine I'd be in uniform. The next one mentions a 30-year career. There's a set list that showed everyone say, yeah, Sugar Daddy, Cabaret, you and me. Quote, I'm mostly known for being part of a pack of talented fellas. Then a boombox I was gifted from his father, quote, help me find my voice and a few others. Now, this site says exactly who I think it is. And let me tell you right here, right now, ladies and gentlemen, the fox undoubtedly at this point has to be Wayne Brady. And here's why. Working with Doogie the Doubtfire. Who was Mrs. Doubtfire? Robin Williams. Doogie and uh, um, Robin Williams has been has been has been on whose line is it anyway? Who was Do- Dr. Doogie Hauser? Neil Patrick Harris. They've been in How I Met Your Mother. Together. And boy, let me tell you, worked with a pack of talented fellas. That's all whose line is it anyway. That's pretty much what that is. He's bo- he thought he would be in costume. He's been on Broadway. He's been in Hamilton. He, he probably thought he would be there. And he is. He's put on... He's now this superhero he can be. He's referencing comic books and all this. Undoubtedly, this has to be Wayne Brady. After hearing the voice, I recognized it. I was like, that for sure is Wayne Brady. And don't don't question me on that because I've gone back and watched a lot of Whose Line Is It Anyway. Not since then, but the past couple years. And and I've recognized that voice just the other night. And I was like, this is definitely him. So, um... Go ahead, um, and if you want to, you can tell me your guesses. Uh, um, you know, comment on the post on Facebook, and um, yeah, and you know, I'll put something up on Instagram too for for y'all to um, maybe put your guesses down too. So we and maybe we can do a discussion of this maybe in a couple weeks, and we'll see how that goes. But besides that. Um, I hope you guys really like this episode. And uh, goodbye, adios, however you say goodbye. Have a good weekend.